Welcome to Real Talk, episode 23. I'm Todd. This is AJ. Hello. And here we are. Why'd you have to do that face right off the beginning? It's going to be a good episode. I'm excited. <laughs> I am, uh, I'm really excited to see you guys. I promised myself before we started this that this wasn't going to happen, and you had to make that face, and now I'm here I am again. So, uh, we ended up having to release episode 22 mm-hmm. late last week. Why are you doing this? <laughs> we had to do episode. <laughs> we had to do episode twenty-two late last week, and because of that, I, we feel like it really got a lot of people off the schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you haven't had a chance to go check out episode twenty-two, and I'm not just saying this, I really do. I keep pushing these pre-recorded ones because I really think that I think that they're depending on what you're looking for. If you're looking for fun, then yeah, we definitely understand going to the live and sure. watch those. But as far as Content and really being able to dig into things. Yes, this is where you need to be. Yeah, the pre-recorded, which we are looking into, and I think we're going to do this. Make it a podcast. Yeah. I so if it, even if that means we're just pulling the audio from this and releasing it as a podcast, we still mm-hmm. do them simultaneously. We still do the pre-recorded videos. Yeah. Um, we're just dreaming right here on camera. On camera. Absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, go check those it. out. Go check out episode twenty-two. We're, we're apolog- I apologize. We're sorry that we're. You know, it's hard for us sometimes. We've, we've got a production crew, but they got their own lives too. So we're mm-hmm. trying to do a lot of these things our own and still do our normal church stuff. Yeah. So the plan is, in case you ever wonder, these are to be released by sun, by, I'm sorry, by Tuesday evening. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. That is the plan. So um, hopefully you've got, you've got this today, Tuesday. I hope so. So, um, yeah, that's it. Here we are, episode 23. It's that's been a right. while. 23. It has been a while. It's weird because we... The previous episode, 22, we talked about having three weeks off. Because we took three weeks off, yeah. Yep, and you guys can catch up with us there. Um, But being back, you know, I think I'm still kind of adjusting, so. Yeah, me too. It's been weird. I thought I was going to start this one out pretty professionally. And then right before, you had to make that face. I don't don't even know which face it is. Is it this one? I think it's the one that, stop. That's part of it. Anyway, um. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I kind of feel the same way. I feel like we, we sort of had our own role going here, mm-hmm. and uh, we're on a roll, and now sort of just finding that again. Well, and it's cool, though, because we can take that and, like, base it in life, too. Like, like we kind of have, like, this routine going for almost half a year, just yeah, twice I mean, but, a week going. Uh, that's and true. Then, and then, you know, you make a small change, take some time off. Everything changes. And then, boom, everything's different. It's interesting how that works. So. It's kind of the benefit of having a routine. I always say that I don't... I don't like being trapped in a box. You know, I feel you know. that. But there's benefits to having a set schedule in your life. Yeah. Um, there's psychologists. I'm about to get really nerdy here. But ritual. The idea of ritual. Mm-hmm. Not in a religious term. But just having things that you do. Right? Like people have a nighttime bedtime ritual. They, yeah. they brush their teeth. They wash their face. They do that. And it's like get your body you know, in a routine. Mm. So... You seem really interested. In that. I was. That's yeah. interesting. Uh, anyway, so we like to start all these off. We actually have quite a few questions. So thank you again, those of you that shot in questions, even today. Yeah, we got, we got some, some today. today. That's so cool. Um, but we're really excited about that. And um, yeah, so before we do that, what we typically do is just kind of catch up on the week and let everyone know how we're doing. So how you doing, man? I've kind of noticed. So, and I know you and I talked about this off camera. But I've talked to a couple other people about it. But I've noticed that I think I'm a lot more anxious of a guy than I thought I was. Mm. And 
I think I've been starting to realize that just because of like how my like how my mind works, how how chaotic it really is. Like I never really noticed, but man, like when I'm just like sitting and trying to relax for a minute, man, like my mind is just going at a thousand miles an hour. It's going so fast that I, that half the time I don't think I'm thinking, but I am, which is weird, and that can be really overwhelming. Um, um, so just trying to find balance in life and trying to understand you know, my brain and trying to figure out how to um, really tame, like, this anxiety because I know that, you know, it's not meant to be a thing. Like, like you know, we don't have to live in anxiety. But man, I just, whew, it's crazy. And so that's that's my biggest challenge as of lately is trying to tame that anxiety, especially trying to step into, you know, a life of ministry, step into a life of, you know, like, like you know, having leadership roles, you know, because anxiety can really cripple you. Exactly. That yeah. can really get in, that can put a really big bump in the road of, you know, trying to do those things. So just trying to figure that out, man. You know, trying to walk it out and just do my best, really. <laughs> anxiety is a funny thing. We've, we've talked about this mm-hmm. a lot the last week because I feel, I almost feel like, sometimes it feels like anxiety is contagious. Someone that someone's anxious, and you know we're a church that is pretty close. You know, there's quite a few people that are close. Spend time together once, twice a week, if not yeah. more. And you know, maybe maybe it isn't that it's contagious. You just you, you know, we kind of where each other are at. Yeah. Um, Anxiety is weird for me too, man. I, I I didn't grow up think even hearing that word. You know, my mm-hmm. my, I, my parents were never like, hey, I'm anxious, or are you anxious? Uh, that never came up. And even for me. Anxiety, I don't feel... Anxiety for me is almost a physical thing. I don't, I don't even know I'm anxious until I recognize these physical signs yeah. that have shown that I'm anxious, right? Hmm. So for you, when you say anxiety, what do you, what's anxiety versus like I'm just stressed? What, what do you call it? What, what's your definition of that for you? Um, you know what I mean? For me, I think when I have anxiety and I'm feeling anxious, I, uh, I'm panicked. But like it's like a it's like a sense of like it's like a weird calm panic though like, like like people can sense you're anxious but like it's like a, I don't know it's hard to explain man like you said it's hard to put yeah it, like a, yeah I'm just curious I'm gonna try um, to put you on the spot I just I don't know I think for me like like if I had to try to explain it I think and I've just recently started noticing this is when I'm anxious like you said like I start having physical mm-hmm. like my body has like a flash of heat go over like poof, and I feel my heart rate go up and I can feel like my heart beating in my face and that is like it's a terrifying feeling but yeah. for some reason I feel like I think I've been feeling that my whole life but I'm just now starting to realize like oh like this is happening and like this is I think I used thing. to I used to just normalize like oh maybe I just because I'm tired or mm-hmm. haven't eaten today or whatever which could also be, be <laughs> but, but um, so there, there's that part of it like you said like the physical aspect of it like I have those things but then also um I guess like mentally like I catch myself sometimes like where like I'll just be sitting and somehow my mind will finally like stop. I'm like, out of the thousand things that are going on, it'll stop on one thing. And for a second, I get that clarity, and then it goes away. I'm like, oh, yeah. it kind of throws me off. I'm like, maybe I am like so anxious that I'm trying to, uh, I can't calm down and relax because this moment I do, I forget things, you know. So then, like, my mind is just constantly, <laughs> but it's going so fast that I feel like it's not working. Like your mind? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. So. That, I guess I don't know if that helps, but I guess to try to explain it the best I can, that that, that would that's where it would be. 
Yeah, I think that um, it's it's kind of cool that we're talking about this, and I, I believe the Holy Spirit's in that stuff. But I think that I think you're speaking for a lot of people, man, and we probably need to maybe if we normalized it more as far as just talking about it, it wouldn't get to the point to where it is consuming us. Because mm. um, a lot of times, if you think about it, you don't really say you're anxious until the point that you're about to have a panic attack or something. Like people, right? right? Like you're like, oh, you'll go weeks building up inside, like you said, going on the outside, I look calm inside. But then you don't really show it until it's obvious to everyone. Right. And I, it's funny that you said that too, man, that we don't need to be anxious. The Bible talks about that too. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah, it's weird, man. I, I'm with you on the anxiety thing, and, and I think that for me, your definition makes sense. I think it's prolonged periods of stress, worry, create anxiety. Mm, that's it's almost like point. it drags you into this this place, mm-hmm. and then once you're in that place, you're in it. Yeah, you know, it's hard to get out of. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I I don't know, I, and I think that. You've heard me say this a few weeks. I was like, man, I've had some thoughts on anxiety, you know, and I don't get, I'll probably say that for another day because right now we're just kind of talking about the fact that we have it. Mm-hmm. I have some thoughts on the way we use anxiety sometimes mm, to yeah, justify things. Yeah, yep, that's good. I'm excited um, to get to talk about that more in depth. Yeah, I think Philippians 4, 6, and 7 is interesting. Do not be anxious about anything. It's just a saying. Yeah. But, but, in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And and then, and it doesn't say then, but it says, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, it's not going to make sense, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm. So, do not be anxious about anything. Okay, the, we always say the Bible doesn't tell you to do things that it's not possible to do. That's right. So, okay, what's the key to not being anxious about anything? But in everything by prayer and supplication, asking... With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. It's that concept of giving it to Him and letting yeah. it go. And I hear this a lot from people. What does that mean? What does it mean to let it go? It literally means to let go any sort of control that you realize I don't have control. Because most of the time, at least for me, I don't know about you, my anxiety stems from things that at the end of the day I have zero control over. So, for instance, say I have a lot of work to do yeah. and I'm anxious about it. Am I really anxious about the work or am I anxious about letting everyone down? They're going to be unhappy with my work. That's For me, most of the time, it's, it's what other people are thinking. It's, it's I'm going to fail. And then it's kind of funny because if I make you a cake, mm-hmm. I need to make a cake. Do I have any control beyond whether you like the taste of the cake? No, I could, do, I could follow the instructions perfectly. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can do everything right. I can put the sugar in. You know, clearly, I need to do my part. Don't put salt instead of sugar. You know, sure. do the right things. But at the end of the day, once that cake's done, I have zero control on how it's going to be accepted. And that kind of goes with everything in life. That's interesting. You know, relationships. That's what causes people a lot of anxiety. And this has been in my mind a lot. One. And speaking of anxiety, as they can probably tell from that uh, abrupt break there, yeah. technological difficulties. So yeah. um, anyway, that's kind of where we're at. We're going to keep rolling. That's right. So Here sorry about that. We're just, we want to get through this with you guys. And we, we feel like you, we want to keep a promise to you to get an episode out. So, that's right. Anyway. Um, Anxiety, yeah. As far as how I'm doing, it's typically what um, I'm doing. Okay, kind of the same place, man. I I have doubts sometimes. I let uh, whether one of the hard parts about being in community and relationship is sometimes God calls people to leave. 
Yeah. And sometimes people just leave, even if God doesn't call them to. And so it, then that can start making you doubt, going back to anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, is there something wrong with what we're doing or, you know, whatever. And it might be one person. And right. people have said before, you know, I had a good friend here at the church um, say to me before, you know, Todd, sometimes you focus so much on those people that you're forgetting these people that are with, with us, mm-hmm. with you. And I was like, man, that's true. You know, like, uh, give some props to, like, Sydney's coming in today. She might be in the room, whatever. She's going to work on sermons. And, like, she's been here forever. And sometimes I wonder, do I, do I think about her and focus on her as much as I do these people that are leaving? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And sort of just, I, I hate the fact that some one person doing that may not even be a bad reason. Makes right. me question everything we're doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And because we're doing stuff differently, I had another friend this week tell me, um, <clears throat> and people that go here are like, well, what are you doing that's so different? And he's like, it is different culturally. It's not necessarily different the way it looks. Yeah. Day to day, church is still church. Hmm. But culturally, um, but someone said, you know, Todd, it's a problem to have when you have people that want to be at the church all the time and want to be around each other but some of the challenges that we face are just because they're ne- they've ne- it's never been done this way and right so, and i think not ever but you know what i mean sure so trying not to live in condemnation trying to just walk it out um walk out life man and not because mm-hmm. if you focus too much on that you're really becoming too self-focused at least me which distracts me from what we're trying to do mm. yeah it takes uh, it Take your eyes off the big picture. Yeah, and the other thing that's been on my mind, and I shared it with you, is this idea of, man, these questions I have all the time of how to do things right. You know, what decisions sometimes for me personally, even little things. I'm just going to boil it down to what Jesus said. I'm going to try to love God, and I'm going to try to love people. Yep. And if I do that, then I think he's told me it's going to take care of itself. Does that make sense? Absolutely, man. You know, I know, talk about, I was talking about uh, the, the identity crisis that I, I felt like I was going through a while ago. Um it's so interesting because I feel like once you do those two things, uh, I feel like when you become a when you first become a Christian, um, I like to put it as you're on the edge of self discovery because mm. you don't fully understand everything yet. But yeah. once you do, and you understand that once you do those two things, that's when everything starts falling in place after, and that's even discovering who you are and like what you like what you can do, what you're good at, whatever. Like if you're li- you know if you're living it out, like you're gonna discover those things, and it's so cool, man, because I feel like it's actually helped me even though I don't still fully understand everything yet, like, I'm, I'm going through this journey of self-discovery of who I am through Christ, and it's so cool. Yeah, and that's 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 the thing I always try to live out of, too, is, you know, the process, when you become a Christian, is for the first time you're really alive, mm. and you become the real you. You know, life at that point, sanctification, becomes the process of becoming who you were meant to be, who you really are, mm-hmm. underneath the sin and all junk the world's right. attitude. It's like you're peeling out of your shell. Yeah, so I like the way you said that. I think that's right on. So anyway, that's kind of where I'm at. God is good. Hmm. Try not to live in... I don't know, I'm an odd duck sometimes. Because I think, like I said many times in previous episodes, I'm, I'm bold, you know, people say, and, I, mm-hmm. and I'm aggressive at times. can be good or bad. I don't mean mean. Just like <laughs> I like to push through obstacles. Yeah. I like to... But then inside, man, just like anyone else, I have anxieties and worries and fears. And Absolutely. then I get mad at myself that I have those fears. And I'm like, ah... So God is good, and I'm so thankful for His grace in the midst of all that, and that I get to be a part of what He's doing in day to day life. Absolutely, um, and seeing where I've come from. So yeah, hmm. you got really shaken with that technological issue, didn't you? Uh, it's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> they can tell. I can tell. Let's just get on the table. 
Right? Yeah. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'll get my mind right. It is frustrating, man. Mm-hmm. Technology's fr- especially when you've done something 23 times. Yes. And it should be the same each time, yeah, and somehow not. it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it makes no sense. So yeah. In the comments, leave if you have a. I can't speak. Me, good talker. What Yay. were you gonna say if you've ever? You. What are you gonna do about that? I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm gonna wiggle my foot underneath here, and. And while you do that, um, I'll distract everyone. Uh, <laughs> I think what he meant. Were you gonna ask him to put? Comments if they've had technological problems. Yes, if you've had the same process that's supposed to go smoothly and it happens, let us know about it. It'd be interesting to see. And then throw your cards off the table. Yep. Because you don't need those. Yep. Don't need them. <clears throat> well, while you're doing that, got them. We're good. We're here. <laughs> We're professionals. <laughs> I want you guys to understand that. Someone asked me the other day. Mm-hmm. This just happened. Hey, Todd, do you ever get nervous anymore? This was Sunday at a visitor church. Do you ever get nervous when you go on? And I agree. Confidently and arrogantly, apparently. So, no. Nah. And then things like this happen. And I realize we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Not okay, so, question. Sure. Um, oh, yeah, real talk. We answer your questions and have real talk about life, God, and how to put that all together. Live That's it out. Right. We don't promise to have all the answers, but we promise to talk it out, look in Scripture, give you our opinions. And hopefully you have a conversation with us. Yes. If you have a question you want to ask us, you can go up to the link above, www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. See how good I'm getting at that? It's automatic. Bro, yeah. Um, so go ahead and do that. It'll go into a database completely anonymously, and that's what we're pulling these from. That's right. So, if, question today, if your significant other, in this case male, they pick, okay. has a trait that bugs you or something they've done has upset you, how do you approach them respectfully? Um, What's cool about this, real quick, we're also on sure. a series at our church, Love, uh, Respect, and Sex, which we've... Last three weeks, I've been talking about marriage and men and women, and this person wants to respect, wants to practice respecting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're married or not. If they're married, they want to respect their husband. If they're not, they want to practice that for the future. So yes. I think that's pretty cool. That they're saying, how do I approach that? How do I bring it up to them without it being disrespectful? Okay. Um, I think a, a big part of it has to do with presentation, not coming at them, like attacking them with it, but just making like doing making every effort you can to be genuine about it, that you actually care about them, and that's why you're wanting to, to resolve this mm. this issue or this you know talk about this trait or whatever it is. You know, um, at the end of the day, you're you can only control yourself. So, I wouldn't necessarily worry too much about um, how they're going to respond because it's on them to respond in the way that you're expecting. I guess if that makes sense. Like, yeah. you know, trying to keep the peace, for lack of better. Um, yeah, I think that, you know, certainly you want to speak truth and love and you want exactly. to, one of the things that I always think for me as a guy in relationships that I really appreciate is when you come at me and you don't assume my motive. That's so good. for instance, if I have done something to hurt you, you don't come in and assume I did it intentionally mm-hmm. because I think that is a respect thing. There's the idea of, I know you're a good per- man. You wouldn't do this intentionally. So, you know, maybe you come to me and say, or Gene, whatever comes to me and says, you know, Todd, it really, you really, the difference between this, you really hurt my feelings when you ignored me. It felt like you ignored me the other day when Mm -hmm. your friends were around. I'm making this up. Sure. Um, It felt like you ignored me the other day with your friends, and that really hurt my feelings. I just wanted you to know that. You know, was that intentional? Did you mean to ignore me? Versus, Mm -hmm. you ignore me with your friends because you just don't care about me. I can't believe you're that mean. 
Right. Right. At that at that point, I become defensive. I'm like, I feel like the way I put it is like I'm on the witness stand, and you're trying to grill me. And so then, what ends up happening is I can't even address what I've done wrong because I'm so busy addressing that I didn't mean to do it intentionally. Does that make sense? Yep. So I'm not even talking about what really hurt Jean. What really hurt her was that she felt ignored. That's a real thing regardless. Instead, I'm over here going, I didn't yeah. do that intentionally. I wasn't trying to... Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. No, so I think that's a big it. part of it is, you know, approach your significant other in a way that assumes they're being a, a good... That they're a good man. And give them a chance to that's repent. That's a good way to put yeah. it. That's so really approach good. them like they are um, a good man. And give them the opportunity to respond that way. And sometimes they do it intentionally. And, but you come at it in a way that says, I, I'm sure you didn't mean to, mm-hmm. but this happened, this hurt me. That's good. I don't know if that I helps. I like that. Just kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's see if, the per- if there's a person in this room and they, how do they think? Make sense? I get a yes. Awesome. awesome. Moving on. You're up. Next question. Are Satan and Lucifer the same person? Good question. So the Bible, nowhere in the Bible does it say Lucifer is Satan, like straight out. Mm-hmm. Here's what we know. Isaiah 14 and is somewhere in Ezekiel, they describe... Um, this this Lucifer and uh, being cast out from heaven, all these other things. Well, we also know uh, Jesus talks about Satan being cast out from heaven. We know in Revelation it talks about this. So they're the same person, even though it doesn't spell it out. Lucifer means morning star, morning light. Mm-hmm. He was created. He was the, uh, the greatest of the angels. Uh, we know that. He began to have pride, began to think he was above God. He was cast out for that. Mm-hmm. And when he's called Satan, Satan's more like a title, um, the deceiver or a liar, something like that. So that's kind of what he's called. It's sort of like his, a title now because he's no longer this you know, morning life. So essentially, you can go check that out for yourself. Isaiah chapter 14 talks about it. Um, hmm. So yes, they're the same. Even though it, don't, it doesn't ever spell it out, and people will say, yeah, you know, non-believers will try to catch that as like something in the Bible that isn't true. And it, that is... Oh, we've caught the Bible doesn't make sense. Well, here, listen. My family calls me LT. The rest of the world calls me Todd. I'm yep. the same person. That's right. <clears throat> so you know we're Maverick. You know some people call me that, mainly myself. <laughs> um, but it's really kind of a title. They're the same person. And if you go read like Isaiah 14, and then go read what Jesus talks about when he discusses, um, you know, Satan and and uh, you know when he was around. It also talks about in Revelation, numerous other places that he was there and. You know, he was ca- I watched you cast out of heaven and all these other things. So, hmm. does, that, does that answer the question pretty simply? I I'd think? say so, yes, definitely. Okay, cool. Yes, they're the same person. <laughs> Can a believer, meaning a Christian, be demon possessed? No. Um, We've had this discussion. You yes, and I we before. have. Yeah, we had. Like legitimate, this exact question. Yes. Um, <clears throat> no. Um, I think there's a difference between possession and oppression. Um, yeah. If you're a believer in Christ, Christ protects you from any sort of demon being able to possess your body. Because possession is taking over your body. Mm-hmm. They can't touch you. Um, now, if you're not a believer, there's that protection is not there. Now, oppression is when you know you can be influenced negatively by these entities. Um, I don't think um, that they fully control you. And they just they, and that's why we talk about temptation all the time. They can tempt you into doing things that you shouldn't be doing. Um, and that's what oppression is, not possession. So. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way he puts it, <clears throat> um, I like the way he said it. So oppression is kind of like the difference between something actually controlling your body and something lying, whispering lies to try to get you to do something. That's right. So there's a difference between me grabbing, 
you're f- somehow controlling your fist and punching yourself, right. or me saying, you should punch yourself, you're scum. That's right. You know, it can still influence you. So, um, Scripture tells us that when we become a believer, that the Holy Spirit resides inside of us, that That's we right. become a temple, that it's sealed inside of us. We are already, if we're a house, we already got somebody living in the house. Mm. So, um, they're certainly not more powerful than God. You cannot be possessed because we are already filled, mm. uh, for lack of a better word. That's good. Um, so, also we know that in the New Testament, there's no, um, there's no command for demons to be cast out of believers. Does that make sense? There's no mm-hmm. instruction on that. There's resisting the devil, which would be resisting oppression, but nothing about casting out because that's not possible. <coughs> not possible, so... Hopefully yes. that answers the question. Um, there's no way that, you know, if you think about it this way, that, that think about what you'd be saying, that Jesus who has purchased us, that has put in the Holy Spirit within us, then allows us to be, that would almost imply that the enemy is more powerful than That's right. God, which is impossible. So, mm. Best analogy is someone's already living in the house, and he's way more powerful than anything that could. Mm. So the person can stand outside of the house and yell at it and tell it that to burn the house down and all these things, but it can't make it happen. But what you said was really interesting. About the protection of the Holy Spirit, we do know that, you know, powers, principalities, uh, demons, those things are real, mm-hmm. and they have power. That's right. And, you know, if you're not under, in fact, Scripture calls um, the enemy Satan, the, the prince of this world, um, there is power there. And if, you yeah. you know, you're on your own, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're under the protection of God, you're on your own, so. Scary. It absolutely is. Uh, next question. Uh, I got a lot of questions about demons. I know, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are good questions. Yeah, weird. They all came at one time. It is. Um, if you research on who Satan is, does that open you to letting Satan into you? Um, okay, so this is tough. It kind of goes with the questions I already answered. If you're a Christian, what does it mean by researching Satan? Is, are you doing it in Scripture? No. Mm. You know, you're learning about it. If you're trying to go to some extra biblical sources and creepy spell books and you know, whatever, things yeah. like that. I, you know, the Bible tells us to not dabble in the occult, to mm. not mess with that stuff. Not because yeah. we can be possessed, but because of what it does open you up to as far as oppression. That's right, that so, influence. So yeah. no, I don't think it opens, if you're a Christian and you're studying, who, you know, it's not, sometimes even I can feel uncomfortable, like if I say his name, it's going to, you know, it's like, man, it's I'm living in, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm living in fear, you know. Um, so... No, I don't think that. Now, if you're an unbeliever, and it depends on what you mean by research, I, what does that mean? Are you dabbling in Ouija boards and mm. you know, all those kind of things? Yeah, I think you got to be careful with that yeah, stuff. That's real stuff. Trouble, absolutely, I agree. So, um, if you're a person out there asking this question, you're not a Christian. If you're willing to believe that Satan is real and you're researching it, then you need to ask yourself the next logical question: mm-hmm. If there, the enemy is real, certainly uh, God is. That's is right. Real. That's good. <laughs> Don't feel pressured to. I'm just asking the questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, these kind of go together. Oh, cool. When Jesus was being tempted in the wilderness in Luke 4, do you think the devil really thought he could get Jesus to worship him? Um, so yeah. in this section, it shows that the temptation of Jesus, he tries to get him different ways. That's right. And he essentially says, I will give you all of these things. shows him every kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we assume every temptation a man would want. He says, I'll give you all these things. All you have to do is bow your knee to me and worship me. Mm-hmm. Do you think... Um, I would think that, like, why why would he try if he didn't think he Being, could? That's that's what so, I think. So I would definitely think that he definitely went into this thing going, yeah, I could definitely tempt Jesus into doing this. Of course I can't. Cause, and, and that's where that arrogance comes from. Because why would he, like, why, why is he in the position he is now? Because then he did truly think he was above 
He had yeah. that arrogance, and that's why he got cast out, because he truly thought he was above all that. He was above God. So then, why wouldn't he think he could try to tempt Jesus to name all this stuff? I completely agree. And I think there's mm-hmm. some confusion, too. Maybe, I don't know this. It's just a hypothesis, but, you know, do, I don't think the enemy, from what we know, I don't think he knew what the plan was. Mm. If he knew what the plan was, why would he have wanted Jesus to be killed on the cross? Because mm. that would have fulfilled the plan. Right. I think he thought if I can if I can tempt this guy, this Messiah, into sinning, that's going to ruin the plan. Mm. And because and if I can kill him, not knowing that God's plan was more radical than he could even think, that that's it was right. only through the death. That's right. Satan was playing checkers while God was playing chess. Bingo. I don't have much to say to that. Um, but yeah, I would agree. Um, what's really cool about that, just to bring up to people too, is that it really shows that Jesus was fully God and fully man. That that sometimes we have this tendency to like, well, of course Jesus could do it. He was God. It's like, no, he was just as tempted. But he chose to follow God because he was empowered, just like we are empowered to say no to temptation. That's convicting. Truth. <laughs> okay. It's actually oh. kind of creepy we're having all these questions. It's, it's interesting. It's funny though, because like those like those weird topics, those creepy ones. Those are the ones that always lead the most interesting conversation, though. Yeah, I so, remember the sex episode that got lost that we got nervous about releasing. Yeah, was it, was it was me. It was me. I got nervous about it. <laughs> it was all those questions uh, asked at one time, and I was yeah. afraid people. We just grabbed more. We're gonna think we were some kind of. That was early on before we yeah, had the brand early. really going. Mm-hmm. So why did I tell everyone that? I don't know. There is a hidden episode out there that <laughs> we answer a lot of questions. Yeah. Is that episode four? I believe I think it's four. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Anyways, Luke four thirteen says, "When the devil that had, had ended, okay, when the devil had ended every temptation, were there, were there more temptations than just the ones listed in the verses before? If so, what were they? Were they the same ones we face today?" Um. Well, let's not read into it. Why does there need to be more? You know, if you go and look at all of those temptations, they they are the temptations we face every day. There's a temptation of. Um, of power, of pride, hmm. um, of questioning God. Because remember, he says, hey, he takes scripture and twists it. He says, hey, the Bible says that angels will grab you and wouldn't even let your foot hit a stone. So why don't you just jump off this temple? Hmm. Um, it's the same temptation. So no, I believe scripture when it says that these were the temptations that he faced and those were enough. Because those temptations, if you go read, and I encourage you, this if anything else will push him in, go read Luke chapter 4 and mm-hmm. see what those temptations were, and then think deeper. If I were in that situation, what's it really tempting me to do? Questioning God. Hmm. Tempting me to say, I want power. I want authority. I want prestige. I want money. I want all these things. Um, so yeah, I, I th- I'm going to believe scripture that those were the temptations he faced. Mm-hmm. And um, it doesn't matter. There didn't need to be any more. Because those, if he can resist those, yep. then he certainly could resist. You know, if, if someone came to you and said, I'll give you control of this world. AJ can have anything you want. What more temptation is there than that? That's, because yeah. within that is every other dark thing you've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. So that's I don't know if that makes man. sense. No, that's really good. Cool. Let me that's double check, good. make sure we didn't get a random last one here. Sure. Um, in the meantime, questions? yeah, I thought those were good questions. Do you have anything else you want to kind of talk um, about? Or? Let's see. Or do they make you think anything? Um, It just makes me think of like how interesting... Like free will is, and like even like having someone like you know like Lucifer like being the highest of angels like it makes me realize like man like no one is above, is above. yeah yeah it's it's interesting and so. it's what we do too right like yeah.
it's our pride that stops people from. Um, you got one? I'm trying to no. I just was checking. I started thinking about what you were saying tonight. You know, pride is the is the ultimate thing, man. It's the pride is what makes us question God because I believe this, and I know people out there are like that's not why. Um, even the idea of give me proof that satisf- satisfies me mm-hmm. that God exists. Yeah. Not the fact that you're walking, talking, breathing, thinking. Um, it's got to be. You know what I mean? Because right. at the end of the day, it's never enough. So uh, I think it's a really powerful verse, one of my favorite verses. I couldn't tell you right off the top of my head, but um, <clears throat> they talk about, I believe it's the story of Lazarus, mm-hmm. where it tells the story about the other Lazarus who's kind of in, they, they're dead, and the guy across is like, hey, let me go tell my, my friends so they don't end up where I'm at in hell. Let me tell them. Oh, that's right. And the guy says, Lazarus says, it wouldn't have mattered because they wouldn't believe, they didn't believe Moses and the prophets, so they wouldn't believe even if someone was raised from the dead. That's such powerful foreshadowing because they're thinking like, you think he's talking about himself. Let me go back. And what he's saying is, no, what Jesus is about to do, people are still not going to believe it. It's true, man. I've thought about that myself. Like, I'm like, man, you got to look at all these crazy miracles that happen, splitting the scene, everything. And they didn't believe. And if I saw it, maybe I wouldn't. Like, no, you know what the greatest miracle is? And I've said this, and I'm not trying to sound corny as you. Mm. Look at your own life and tell me that the Holy Spirit isn't real. So, yeah. Because I see it in you, right? Mm. And, and I see it in myself. That's a miracle. Cool. Hey, episode 23. Yes, it's going to be interesting. We apologize ahead of time for like a random, might be a little splice weird thing. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. So So the plan is, as we said, guys, just so you know, every Tuesday our pre-recorded episode gets released. Every Thursday, you know, we go live with some random lives in between to let them kind of see what we do here at the church. Yeah, it's been been fun. And you guys are so faithful and tuning in every time. Thank you, guys. We also are going to start doing what we call quick clips. That's right. Just little clips of... We think maybe, you know, because we know not everyone that doesn't know who we are are going to watch the whole 30-minute video. Mm-hmm. So these will just little quick clips about a specific question. Do us a favor. Share those two, guys. You're part of this ministry, and I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it impacts people's lives. It does. So um, a couple of announcements just to let you know. We are The Remnant. We're in Columbia City, Indiana. Uh, we actually, this week is kind of cool. <clears throat> our service is in the morning, our first morning service. First morning Trying it service. out. We will not be there in the evening. Nope. <laughs> So this July 28th, right? Is that what I said? Uh, That's the date, right? July 28th, our service is at 11 a.m. Come hang out with us, worship with us, and immediately following we'll have our community time. Yes. So instead of before, it'll be after, community Mm -hmm. meal. I'm excited. If you're one of those people that's like, I'd love to come, but you know, I just can't make it in the evening. Bam, we just took your excuse. Come check us out. Uh, I challenge all remnant people, you should bring at least one friend. If you haven't brought one friend, you're not trying. Mm -hmm. I can go out right now. At a gas station, get one person to come. Mm. I believe it. That's convicting for me. Boom. One friend, one family member, come, uh, have them come out if nothing else. Particularly if there's someone that doesn't have a church home or doesn't know God. I think they'll find uh, this will be a good time to come. We're also going to be talking about sex. And I don't mean that vulgarly, but like, you know, as a church, if we don't fill in the the uh, gaps about what sex is and, mm-hmm. and those questions that we're uncomfortable asking, right. someone in the world's answering them. So we might as well come at it from a biblical perspective. So we're going to be some Q&A um, along with the message where we talk about it. So it'll be a fun time to come check it out. Kind of different. A little mixture. That's good. Uh, the plan would be to have people be able to ask questions live. That's right. Before or after. So I'm excited. We've got a lot going on. Yes. And then the week after, we had to postpone our baptism service. So that'll be on uh, August 4th. That's right. August 4th. So a lot of exciting things. If you're a Napanee person, guess what? The remnant's coming to you, Lord willing. Boom. Opening our second campus. Remnant Nap- Napanee. Remnant Napanee coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think that's about it, man. You got any closing thoughts? Uh, thank you guys so much for staying faithful. Like, like Todd said, you know, you guys are part of this ministry just as much as we are because you guys are the ones sharing it, watching it, asking us the questions. Without you guys, we wouldn't be here. So thank you. I love you. Awesome. Sorry, I got a weird random text. It's terrifying. <laughs> <You're good>. uh, <laughs> Why has an awkward moment? Let's pretend we did again. You said that. I go, hey, thank you so much. Truly, we do appreciate you guys. Thanks for putting up with our weird ways. Yeah, we're, um, we're, we're very thankful those. for you. Uh, continue to share. Talk with us in the comments. If you haven't liked our page, go like it. Mm -hmm. And we will see you this Thursday at 8.30 p.m. for our mm -hmm. Remnant Live episode. I'm not sure if we have a guest this week or not, but hey, maybe. Yeah, there you go. We hope you guys have a great day, and God bless you.